Hey now, y'all already know what to do, man. Each and every Wednesday, the Party Mode Live, the party before the party, man, on GoGo TV. The number one GoGo radio show on GoGo TV. That's Justice J, Bishop King, DJ Rick on the ones and twos. The number one GoGo radio show on GoGo TV is the party before the party, the Party Mode Live. Each and every Wednesday from 8 to 10 only on GoGo TV. Man, don't meet me there. Beat me there. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at PottyMo underscore live. That's at PottyMo underscore live. I am Bishop King. Make sure you follow me as well on IG at I am Bishop King underscore PBG. Every Wednesday, 8 to 10. Number one go-go radio show on GoGo TV. The party before the party. Party Mode Live. Okay. Pure Romance Consultant, Pure Romance by Esther. Make sure you guys check out my website at www.pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R. And also, make sure you guys tune in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live because guess what? During the Bedroom Talk segment, I will be giving out a special code for you guys to get a special discount when you shop with me. So make sure you guys are tuning in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live, the party before the party. I'm your girl, Justice J, also known as Pure Romance by Esther. DJ Rick Entertainment. Big Sound. Professional equipment. Competitive pricing. Who else you gonna go with? DJ Rick can handle all your live sound needs at any event in the DMV. Large or small. Indoors, outdoors, weddings, barbecues, and even your friendly neighborhood protest. You need an experienced and professional sound man? Call DJ Rick Entertainment. 202-749-7903. That's 202-749-7903. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I know what you're thinking. Man, DJ Rick got my event sounding so good. How can I live stream it on the internet? Well, guess what? DJ Rick offers live streaming services too. So you can Facebook and YouTube your event worldwide with full audio fidelity. Call DJ Rick Entertainment, 202-749-7903. Or send them an email, djrick4321 at gmail.com. That's djrick4321 at gmail.com. Big Sal at competitive prices. And now live stream, DJ Rick Entertainment. Who else you gonna go with? On the business side of things, make sure you get a good business manager and a good entertainment lawyer. Now, I know that sounds easy, but these people are going to be very, very hard to come by. What I mean by that is an honest one. I was about to say honesty. Yeah. Honest, an honest one and one that is knowledgeable of this industry. 
So therefore, do not have your mother or your father, you know what I mean, or your cousin or your uncle or your aunt, none of them, you know what I mean? Because if they can't read a music industry contract and explain it to you in layman's terms, then you don't need, they, they need not have anything to do. They need not, uh, uh, once again, have anything to do with handling any of your business, right? Sure. Because they're going to get everybody screwed up. And then y'all going to be looking at one another, everybody pissed off at one, one another, want to, you know, blow each other's brains out. You messed up. No, you messed up. No, yeah. come on now. It's your fault because you didn't pick a reputable person to handle your business affairs for you. And this is, if I may quote LL Cool J by saying, this is the music business and the word business is bigger than the word music in that phrase. Family, loyalty, and respect. Right now, you're lacking on the last. And if you don't have one, then you don't have none. Yeah. Y'all think it's easy out here in these streets? Titties all squished up by this bulletproof ass. Uh. Dipping from the D's. Niggas trying to rob me. Bitches are shiesty. Yeah. Woo! Let's lighten it up. Let me get you a thing of that Ethol 56. I'll be right back. You had time to settle down. Night deposit them, bitch. I need you all to find out who stuck up Sunny's place. And I need that person delivered to her. Understood? Hey, Holly. What's up? Hey, Lacey, what's up? I think I might got some information on them people that ran up on Sunny. Handle this and handle it now. Nobody told him to run and then pull out a gun and point it at my arm. Man, you know what to do. Send a message and send it loud and clear. Ma, listen to your favorite smart daughter. This is a great, brilliant idea for us. Okay, who let's go? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Here we go.
my jam what's up you guys welcome to another episode of party mode live the party before the party on amy girl is justice j and um actually over here to my to my left well to my left i might be y'all right we got bishop king y'all that ass that was on that you, you tried it really <laughs> You stupid. Yeah, I think one of those little butts was me. I'm joking. I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking. But listen, y'all, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Party Mo Live. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, DJ Rick is not with us tonight, y'all. Uh, he is not feeling well. So please send up a prayer. Uh, for healing, strength for him because y'all know the show it just ain't the same when all of us are not here. So, Rick, we miss you, we love you, and get well soon. But y'all, we got a great show for you today, and um, we have a special guest tonight, and he goes by the name of Daddy O. And if you don't know who that is, you will find out today because I had to do a little history and a little research myself, only because that's not my genre. But... Some of the information that I found out about him, oh my goodness. Like, this is another interview that I can put down on my resume to say, I interviewed this person right here. So, yes, he's that important. He is that influential. And uh, he, he's done that much in this industry So and in this culture. So, yeah. What you do this week, Bishop? Oh, man, nothing. I knew you was about uh, to say something stupid. <laughs> I ain't, man, listen, I was, I was tried to rest on Friday night. Mm -hmm. We had no show. And then Saturday night, I had to do the Red Zone Blitz. That joint was packed. And I don't know why the fellas be sleeping on Red Zone. It'd be about 10 people in there. But it'd be all ladies in there. And the hey, food was great. So Tia came on out. Took, she took about a hundred thousand pictures. I need five dollars a walk, and uh, yeah, you know, I enjoyed the weekend. It was a long weekend. I took all work, so I had four days off, and it still feel like it. I blinked and I was back at work. You know, hurt my foot. Cut me deep. So y'all was there. Y'all was at Red Zone Saturday. MAB was there Sunday, and I didn't make it to y'all Saturday. 
But from the pictures, y'all had a great turnout. And it's Sunday for people to come back out Sunday. Like that thing, I, I'm gonna say out of all the times that I've been there with other bands, again, I was not there with the one band, y'all. So don't think that I'm taking a jab. But with all the other bands that have been there, I have not seen that place that packed. Like they were literally turning people away. They were like saying that people couldn't come in. We had the back patio pack. We had the inside pack. People was out on the front patio because they just wanted to be there since they couldn't get in. So people was just standing out front. It was nice. It was really nice. That door open so they could hear a little bit. And they uh huh. And they smoking. No, they can't get in. Get out. But yeah, Red Zone Blitz is a is a good spot. When are you guys back down there? I'm not sure yet, uh, but that was our second time. And like you say, that first time we went down there, we didn't know what to expect because we was like, man, we never seen nobody had no, that many people in here. Mm -hmm. Small, but that don't mean it's going to be packed because it's small. Right. So A lot of people say that. They're like, oh, it's not going to be hard to pack that joint. That joint not that big. Please. I've seen some hole in the walls that people haven't packed up. Yeah, you still got to bring the people out. You still got to yeah. bring them to come up. Yeah, and then you catch the ones that just came. They live close by. They ain't had nothing to do. Then you catch the ones who like to eat there, and they then they get their food, and they still haven't left yet. So it's like okay, <laughs> yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. And uh, DJ Rick had a busy weekend, and that's probably why he is uh, not feeling so well tonight because he was booked and busy. I believe he said he had like five or six events this past weekend. So Rick, rest up. And um, we're going to catch you next week. Hopefully, um, you're feeling better before this weekend because I know you booked and busy this weekend, too. But, um, yeah, so upcoming shows. Matter of fact, you know, upcoming shows. MAB, we are down at uh, Lounge 66 on Saturday with Kim and Scooby. And then Friday, we're actually doing um, a free event for the kids. So if you guys want to bring your kids on out to Upper Marlboro Rec, um, I'll have the information in the flyer posted on our website. But yeah, MAB will be there doing TikTok challenges with the kids. Uh, it's going to be giveaways. They're, they are, I believe they're doing a winner. So it is a competition for the TikTok challenges. Uh, they got face painting, uh, like I said, giveaways, photo booths, and more. So bring the kids on out because I know if y'all are anything like me, today was a very stressful day for PG County parents because. <laughs> Half of the kids either didn't make it to school on time or they didn't make it home. So, yeah, it was. I was talking to one of my police officer friends, and she said the amount of missing alerts for missing children was crazy today because kids were getting on the wrong bus. I that every year, though. I mean, it's like almost expected. And I, I she said, said it happens every year, but she said this year the numbers. She said the numbers this year spiked ridiculously. And I don't know if that's because, you know, PG was short, is short staffed. Like they don't have that many bus drivers this year. They ain't been outside and around all the people the whole year and a half. They forgot what people look like. They don't even <laughs> bus was yellow or not. They just know it wasn't theirs. <laughs> but see, a lot of the parents are like, you know, if y'all knew that we didn't have that many bus drivers, why did we open back up? We should have re remained virtual. This and the vote. That vote coming soon, you know? <laughs> like that, it was ridiculous. Like my daughter did not, my daughter got out of school at 345. My daughter ain't making home until after 530. 
Yeah. So, I mean, they really were like, it was really that bad. So for all of you people who are talking about, oh, it ain't no jobs out here. I can't get a job. Apply to be a bus driver um, because they are helping. They're giving you assistance for CDL. They give you assistance to pay for your CDL, the training, everything. They're helping you. They're giving you, they're either paying for it completely or they're assisting you with it. So go be a bus driver if you need a job. I'm just saying. <laughs> they short 190 drivers. So that's why your kids was either late uh, getting to school or coming home from school. All right, but look, we're going to keep this show moving, right? Um... <laughs> I am. I'm not even going to do. I'm not even going to do a wind down Wednesday because it's a hump day Wednesday, right? And for bedroom talk, for those that don't know, I am a pure romance consultant, right? And you guys can shop my website. I talk about it all the time, pureromance.com/esther, right? But um, I have this cute little bag that I got, and. You see all this stuff in here. I have one of these bags, and I would like to give this to somebody, right? At a discounted price, because the price, the original price, I believe, was like $85. But I want to give this to somebody for $50, right? But I'm going to show y'all everything that's in here. Um, the bedroom talk question was do y'all do do you do uh grab bags like gift bags and stuff like that like surprise bags yes i do depending on what your budget is i can create uh you know one or two items or i can create a huge gift basket right okay but look so you got the little blindfold in here so for any of you that don't know about cutting off uh one of your senses which is mainly primarily seeing in the bedroom, oh my goodness, it heightens the other senses so much to the fact that you can actually orgasm off of someone just tickling certain areas of your body. Let me get two of them. Okay. Got your little tickler in here. Before I get to the good stuff, the good, good, good stuff. <laughs> Got some nipple clamps. So for anybody that, you know, likes your nipples to be clamped, comes with some nipple clamps. Listen, I was, I used to be one of those people that didn't really care for my nipples to be, you know, touched, played with, nothing. Because I just, I don't know, I thought it was kind of creepy. But after using these, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it feels so good. TMI, I don't care. Um. Look what else comes in here. You know what these are, Bishop? Nope. Bed straps. Bed straps, yep. Bed straps. So they're going to hold your ankles and they're going to hold your wrists. But it's so pretty. It's going to match. Look at this. Look at your handcuffs. So instead of them hard handcuffs that y'all normally be getting, you know, the police joints, you get these nice, soft, Velcro, velour, these little cuffs right here. And it's so cute. And then everything can stay together. They clip just like this. Clips right onto the bed strap. Boom. Right? 
So when you go ahead and decorate the bedroom, right? You put the rose petals on the bed and you have the straps already underneath the bed, right? You lay this on the pillow, make it all nice and cute. Lay this on the pillow right next to it. And you can, so all of this right next to each other, right? So that way when she walk into the bedroom, she's like, oh, what's going on in here? And she see all this and you say, you know what? Go ahead and put your blindfold on. Boom. Then you take the tickler and you just go down her body, go around her nipples, put the clamps on her nipples, and boom, bada bing, bada boom. Then, once you got the, her eyes covered, go ahead and strap her up. And she ain't going nowhere. You can easily get out of it, ladies, if you flexible. <laughs> but if you ain't flexible, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. So, um, yeah. If y'all are interested in getting y'all one of these little love sex packages, inbox me okay inbox me or you guys can text me at 240-429-9565 okay and what you're going to text me is the words pleasure pack and when you text me the word i mean the, the words pleasure pack what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna ask you what your budget is once you ask me i mean once you tell me what your budget is then i'm gonna tell you what your packages are Okay, and we're gonna get it like that. We're gonna get it like that by the baby by the room, and we're gonna get it popping in the bedroom. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Bishop. Don't look at me like that. Look, I had to take these out because I thought that they was like, look, look, Bishop. Let me put these on your nipples. So you open it up, right? And it's like a little ring down here. Put your nipple inside and you push it up and then it clamps it. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? That just hurt. Like, it don't though. It I, don't I, hurt. I, it, I, it don't hurt. I mean, you don't, it don't have to go all the way down. Was, you don't have to go all the way down. But it don't hurt, I promise. And then this connected, so then it's going to be dangling. That'll be looking like, like one of them. The dudes who used to wear the jerry curls and the fish that shirt break that. Shut up. Anyway, you guys can visit my website again. It is www.pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R. And um, there are bundles, again, on my website. There are packages that are $30 to $60 off. So y'all are saving some money today. Every hump day, I tell you guys, every every wednesday that there is always a special discount for you guys because y'all are tuning in and y'all are listening to party mo live so because you guys are continuously supporting us i'm gonna help y'all out to get it popping in the bedroom <laughs> just saying so yeah also before i move on to let's talk about it because i got a really good one um i do want to shout out our other show sponsors of the show today. So shout out to the PVP Originals. Miss Princess is doing her thing over there. For all of your photography, videography, and apparel needs, make sure you guys follow her on Instagram at PVP Originals and send all of your email inquiries to pvporiginals at gmail.com. Also, all of you band members, all of you people who are about to celebrate a birthday, an anniversary, anything. If you guys are in need of a DJ, sound and entertainment, like, you know, professional, professional sound and entertainment system, make sure you guys contact our very own DJ, DJ Rick. For more information, you can 
call or text him at 202-749-7903 or send him an email at djrick4321 at gmail.com. I guarantee that you're going to have professional sound and just professionalism all around. So go ahead, check him out, and make sure you guys follow him also on Instagram at djrick123. <sighs> so... Shout out to all of you guys who are tuning in to us uh, on Twitch. We greatly appreciate y'all. Shout out to all of y'all that are tuned in on the GoGo Radio Live app. We greatly appreciate y'all. And I really wish Nikki was on this live, I mean, on this uh, broadcast tonight. If she is not, then, you know, she's going to catch it later. But, okay. Let's talk about it, y'all. This is a segment that I've been waiting for. Clearly, you see the energy has changed, right? So I got so in my feelings the other day because I commented on Nikki's post. Yes, Nikki, I'm putting you out there. I commented on Nikki's post, right? And her post was something about, you know, it's about to be cuffing season, need me a man with a beard, something like that, right? And I, I commented and I was like, but I can't find one whose beard connects, any other ladies having those issues where you can't find a man with a beard that connects? Like, it's always missing, like a patch here or a patch there, or, or like it's it like it stops a little too short right here, or it just don't connect all the way around here. Any, am I the only one? Unfortunately, okay, no, I know I'm not the only one because other females comment and other females actually inboxed me and was like girl you said exactly what i wanted to say but i didn't want to be rude because somebody commented on um another post like that and i didn't want to put him out there i don't care i'll put you out there so after i put this comment on there right i get an inbox from a gentleman and y'all always say justice be nice justice talk to the people okay so I entertained this conversation. And yes, my country accent is coming out because that's just how funny the conversation was. Matter of fact, let me just pull it up for you guys. It was so funny that I screenshotted and sent it to Bishop King. <clears throat> yeah, because I saw it. This <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous, man. It's Man, I swear, I okay, swear. hold on. Before I even read the comment, this is this is my let's talk about it. If you guys are so worried about females, you know, not accepting you guys for who you are and um for what you like, what you look like, how you are, like if you're so worried about women just not accepting you for you, stop shooting yourself in the foot before you even get your foot in the door, right? That was my issue with this. So, you know how we always say, like, when, if you're insecure, don't point out your insecurities, right? Um, if you're dating a guy, I'm not, like, if I'm dating a guy, I'm not going to say, yeah, you know, when I cross the street, like, when I'm walking, you know, I always look down because I can't look at you in your eyes and, you know... I'm fat. I can't. I don't like to go out because I don't like to wear certain type of outfits. Like, period. I'm not gonna put myself down like that. Whatever. That's all I'm saying. 
let me read these comments because y'all always talking about me. Bishop and uh, June and Rick always talking about me. Talking about Justice, you too mean. You do this. You da 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 blah 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 blah. Right. So I entertained this. I was about to say something real rude, but I entertained this. He sends me a picture. Let's start there. He sends me a picture of himself. First, the picture is of him at what looks like a baseball game or something like that, and he has his middle finger up. And then the caption says, my beard connects, LOL. I said that it does, but you also sent me a picture of you saying, fuck you. Red flag number one. So um, I said, it's not really screaming sexy to me. I'm sorry. Like why you would send that picture of all other pictures to me to try to impress me? I don't know. So he sends me another picture, whatever. So then... I go on, we go on, we go on, we go on. Blue, 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 blue. I ask him, huh? Let's get to the meat and potatoes. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So I said, so did you just jump in my inbox to tell me that your beard connects? He says, yep. Because shooting my shop wouldn't be good. You know me being light-skinned and all. I said, I don't know what you mean. He said, light-skinned guys and paper bag brown guys such as myself are played out. I said, oh, I hadn't heard. He said, lying doesn't look good on you, LOL. I said, I'm not lying, but okay. You're shooting yourself down, not me. He said, I'm giving the 411. That's all. So why shoot your shot if you letting them know that you're shooting blanks in the first place? Or you had the bar, just like I got it. It's like when... And in Hall of Nights, and he kept shooting that little shit. Stop shooting that shit. Like, what is wrong with these dudes, man? How old is this dude, man? I want to say he's I want to say he's at least in his late 30s, maybe early 40s. They got lost on that bus today. That's 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 who he was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No pun intended by anybody who, you know, retarded they should, you know, him. Yeah. I don't care for it, like. Why? But yeah, just like Bishop said, why shoot your shot if you're if you already feel like you don't have a shot? Like clearly, I'm giving you a chance because one, I already entertained the introduction. We just talked about last week how I feel about the way that you you know start off a conversation. He started mm-hmm. it off wrong, but yet I still entertained the conversation. And then he has the nerve to say what he said. And I'm just sitting there like, what the hell? I had the screenshot and I sent it to Bishop and I sent it to Nikki. And I said, Nikki, who the hell is this that jumped in my inbox? Yeah, I mean, he, he's a tramp. All y'all ladies going in on that man. Thank Here you. Thank you, ladies. Nah, nah, Thank he, you. He, first of all, I mean, I wouldn't hit nobody up about me, you know, like down in myself. So why are you vibrating? Who is vibrating? Who phone is vibrating? Thanks. Tell the hoes stop calling while we on the air. The dude probably probably found your name and he trying to call you. Hey, tell her, tell her that's that is that's not what I meant. That's not how I meant it. But why though? Like why? I really want to know, Bishop, why? 
why would he do something like that? I mean, in his brain, it, it was going to work. It was going to get you to say, no, I like light-skinned dudes. Or no, light-skinned paperback-looking dudes are nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's that reverse psychology that never works because it's never thought out. And nobody has nothing else to say. So they try to lead in with something that they think. Cause they're corny, so they think that it is gonna be funny, and you might be like, Okay, I can go ahead and make a joke with them and, and carry it on from here on, but you know, that's how it be. But for the simple fact that you use the analogy, like the comparison of the brown paper bag. I mean, it's it's been a lot of light skin comparisons from light skinned people going on lately, and to me, I think you know, it, it's, it's but you're gonna use the racist comparison of a brown paper bag. I would say using that, that terminology is, is played out versus light-skinned people are played out. It's retarded. Again, retarded. No pun intended. Like I said, you shot yourself in the foot because, and, and you wonder why light-skinned dudes are played out. Because y'all do dumb stuff like that. Not to say that dark-skinned dudes don't do dumb stuff, because y'all do. But... No, we don't. Yeah, you do. Anyway, look. We're going to continue this on. We're going to continue the conversation because I really want to know. And I want to know, ladies, have you guys ever had a guy approach you only to shoot himself in the foot? Literally. If you have, comment it because I want to know. I want to read about it. He wanted you to be like, oh, stop. I like light-skinned yeah. men. Girl, bye. I ain't got time for that no more. You know what I got time for? I got time for a man that knows what he wants. I got a, I got time for a man who is hitting me with, hey, Jay, I'm trying to take you out. Can you be ready by such and such time? I made reservations for us on such and such date. <clears throat> that, that's, that's what I want. You ain't even got to come pick me up. You tell me some stuff like that, baby. You just tell me the address, the time, and I will be there. Some stuff like that. Excuse me, uh, Pam. I'm trying to take your stinking ass to the store. Be ready about Shamblerry. I'll be there, all right? Listen, taking me to the store, that could be actually something romantic, too. It's all in how you put it together. Going to the store and going shopping. Listen, if I were to tell you, Bishop, I'm about to come pick you up, and I'm going to take you to the grocery store, right? And we're going to pick out, we're going to pick up some food. Once I pick you up, we get to the grocery store, and I tell you to pick out all of your favorite things. I'm going to cook dinner for you tonight, and I'm going to do it naked. So so you mean to tell me, Jimmy said we can get off right now, we can go to the grocery store? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's all in how you do stuff. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about like, it. I mean, the weirdest <laughs> things, going to the grocery store could turn into something really sexy and really special. Like... It's all in how you do it. Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, look, y'all. We got to take a quick music break. We're going to be right back. But y'all are tuned in to Party Mo Live, the party before the party, powered by GoGo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. And I got Bishop King with me tonight. Uh, DJ Rick is not here with us tonight, y'all. So keep him in your prayers because he's not feeling well. Hey, Hawk. I'm reading your comments, okay? So I'm going to go through all of these comments, y'all, because I really want to know what, what y'all saying, what y'all thinking, how y'all feeling. So we're going to be right back. Don't go nowhere. Tell me what you're sipping on while we on this music break. All right, y'all? We'll be right back. Sipping on Remy. Let's talk about this compilation that you have going on. Did it, it release, oh, right? 
Um, the, the beautiful thing about the combination is that I'm learning a lot. A lot of people don't know when you distribute music, you get back analytics. Mm -hmm. Those analytics tell you where it's been played, how many times, the gender, the age range. So when I see our music now, for instance, let's take Talk That Talk, Caddy Mac featuring Justice J. And now I can come to you and show you in my MacBook where it's being played 27 times in Canada, uh, 57 times in Germany, 18 times in Japan. You know, uh, as opposed to how much it's actually generating in finance, I'm more concerned with that. Because mm -hmm. now my sister Justice J has been seen in Japan, Germany, Canada. I don't even know nobody in Canada, you understand? So... <laughs> And this wasn't even something we did with a rollout. I just wanted to catalog some good music and get it out to the world and the plan work. And they're listening to y'all everywhere, man. And I'm proud about that, you know. All right, so what's up? What's happening? It's me, your man, DJ Dirty Rico, from Washington, D.C., representing the DMV. Oh, can I tell you, ain't nothing but a party, baby. All the noise being made on Party Mode Live. Stop playing, fix your face, and get out the way. Yeah.
you heard it like this. As we earn brains as the children save it today. Don't be
Togo ain't dead, you better think again. All he is here to make the world think again.
What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, welcome back to Party Mode Live, baby. We are the party before the party power by GoGo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. And of course, I got my lovely co-host, crazy, but lovely, Bishop super King, baby. y'all. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I already told y'all that um, we have a great, 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 great special guest that is coming on to the show and being a part of the Party Mode Live crew. And um, I'm really excited about this one because, again, this is another one that I can say, I did this interview. <laughs> so, um, you know what? I'm going to just let, I'm gonna let the questions in the interview just speak for itself. I'm not even going to say anything else, y'all. So, without further ado, we are bringing to the show, Mr. Daddy-O. Ow, ow. That's my thing now, Bishop. Hello. What y'all know about that rare essence, man? What y'all know about that? What you mean? Hold up. Wait a minute. So, not not only. Look, look, look. It ain't just about the music. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's that's real street music right there. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Go-Go is real street music. People be talking about gangster rap and all that. Man, knock it off. <laughs> Go-Go was gangster so music. So not, not only do we... Music. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Listen, Go-Go was gangster music before Eazy-E. How about that? <laughs> you said it first. And I, I am not disagreeing with you. So what we know about it... Actually, myself and Bishop, we are both actually a part of GoGo too. So I'm a, I sing in a GoGo band. I rap, sing, and write, and I produce as well. And Bishop King does too. Oh, we can't hear you. Can't hear you. That you that you rap and sing and all that. You can't do that because I make records every day. <laughs> well, we do though. So I'm, yeah, I, I have you rapping and singing and all that. <laughs> but see, I, I don't mind doing that, but this interview was about you. Yeah, I mean, we, we still doing the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Okay, so. People who actually watch the show. So right. for those, we got young, we got middle, we got old. It don't even matter, they watch it. So for those who don't know who Daddy-O is or heard of Daddy-O but never quite had the opportunity to witness the magic that you created, let them know who you are. Um, I'm a rapper. I, 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 I started rapping first, and then I went on to produce. So I started rapping in the 80s, um, put together a band called Stetson Sonic, um, which we still together and making new records. Um, a little During that time, I learned how to produce because the whole band, we would just, 
you know, hip hop was new. Being in the studio was new, was fresh. So he was learning how to do things, learning how to move machines around, learning how to teach old school engineers what scratching and rapping was, because all they knew was singing and instruments. And um, so I produced for my own band, but then I started producing for other, and, you know, I pr worked with some pretty big names, um, Mary J. Blige, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sonic Youth. Um, Shantae Harry Moore. Knight, Shantae Moore, <laughs> um, you know, so. And I've been in it, you know, um, did a lot of music executive stuff, did a lot of A&R stuff, helped a lot of people in the business. I'm actually working on what they call a family tree now. I saw that idea when the people was doing the fam, like just doing the family tree, like, you know, from grandmothers. And I said, you know what? I should do one for myself, for the people that came out of me. Because yes. Erica Badu is in that, D'Angelo's in that, de la souls in that like all of those are my prodigy because of the people that i brought in the business and brought them in the business so i've been around for a little while you know and um about 2000 and so i was doing a bunch of producing executive stuff about 2016 i like to say i picked up the mic again um not that i ever really stopped rapping but actually decided to start recording again and so from 2016 to now, I've done like six solo records. I'm sitting on the seventh one now. Um, but Stetsasonic went back in the studio. So so I'm I'm really concentrating on the Stet stuff now and finishing that. My, sep my seventh album is done. My eighth album is done. My ninth album is done. But I want to get this Stet record done. I, I, I thought I heard him say, Bishop, that he's adding us to one of those records. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So... Look, Especially don't start the me, because we could just do a whole go-go album. Listen, you ain't saying you know nothing but a don't, word. Don't start me. I'm telling you, don't start me, because I'll have some people on the go-go. You know, because it's a lot of people. So go-go, I always relate go-go and reggae. Like, not reggae, but really, like, dance hall. Because reggae mm -hmm. is different, right? Reggae yeah. is like Bob Marley and Toots and the Maytals and, you know, Dennis Brown. But dance hall... And go-go, I always relate because they're two huge forms of music that kind of are only understood in pockets. In pockets and on the dance floor. Like, mm -hmm. you could throw on a hot go-go record during a party and they'll get it. But they yep. don't really know go-go music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't yep. know um, Junkyard and all that. Like, they don't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? But they'll dance to the record. Same thing you could do with a dance hall record. They won't know who that Elephant Man record is, mm -hmm. but they'll dance to it. You know what I mean? But I still think that there's um, some life to explore there. You know Definitely. what I mean? Definitely. Because there's a groove and a rhythm there that's, you know, inherently black. Um, it's just dope. Like, it's just dope. And, you know, if if, if you ain't grow up around it, we're lucky because we were New Yorkers, so DC's not too far. So we're lucky, you know what I mean, that we were able to be exposed to it. But like, you take somebody like Seattle or, or Portland, they <laughs> might not know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So while we're on the subject of Gogo, how has Gogo influenced you musically? I think like with, with the, your the, the, the drum rhythms and um, some of the stuff, like some of the stage stuff, like. Um, 
what I always like about the go-go bands and I still like about the go-go bands, like they'll shout out their neighborhoods, like right there from the stage. You know what I mean? And that is, that's so powerful. Like that's crazy powerful. So I took that, <laughs> I took that and I would go to a city like Sacramento, right? And say, yo, what's the hottest neighborhood here? Like, yo, <laughs> and I wouldn't do it. But I got that from the go-go bands, right? But I would do that on tour. Mm -hmm. You know, cause you know, in go-go it's like, you know, North side, South side, you know, different yep. things. So yeah, like that. And then musically, I just think rhythm wise, just kind of like holding to that beat and Stetsasonic being a band holding to that beat live. Like I remember, and I have the tape. Some some DJ sent me the tape. It's dope. I got a tape where we played DC. We played the Cap Center. And we opened up playing Go-Go. Because, you know, we a band. So we opened up. Y'all tired yet? Y'all ready to quit? It was crazy, yo. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they so much, you know what? I, I, maybe I shouldn't tell that story. Somebody quit. Let me, say, let me just say this. Another rapper, very, very popular did not go on stage after us after that i've heard that before yeah because you know we we were loving being on stage with like with 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 rare essence and everybody like you know that was that was it for us that was dope for us but the rest of them they couldn't understand it because you in dc so mm -hmm. it don't matter that you that you got a top 10 record you understand what I'm trying to say? Uh, yep. A go-go band come on. It's we like, were just having that conversation last week, and you can't come to the city and not pay homage and tribute to a go-go band. Like, you know, there was no artist that came to the city, and you right. didn't have a go-go band on the card. Exactly. The, 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 it remind, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the first time I opened in Oakland, and Too Short <laughs> was on the bill. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> But it was crazy, like when he came out and he opened and he, I dare to say, LL Cool J was the headliner, but I dare to say that he got just as many applauds and likes and everything else being the opening act. Because it was Oakland and it was too short. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that's the other thing Gogo has taught me is the respect for local art mm -hmm. yeah i guess i could just say it like that the respect for local art you know what i mean like i don't know man sometimes people think that they sometimes people think they bigger than they are yeah you know what i'm saying and i love things like the go-go scene and stuff like that that just pipe cats down a little bit like <laughs> you know calm down bro calm down <laughs> You're not you, in New York right now. Calm down. What you know here in DC, the go-go bands are uh I would say with with the rock and roll bands are to other cultures. Right. right. People, people here mm -hmm. treat go-go bands like they are rock and roll stars. Oh yeah. So I any mean, other on. music here really comes second place or last when it comes to go-go versus, you know, like like you say you go and you see them on stage and they call out the popular neighborhoods. Now for 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 somebody to call out Daddy O name on my favorite song and I wasn't in there, I'd be damned if I ain't gonna be there next show. Right, that right. Want to come right. to the next show, so right, right, know, right. It's a different vibe. It's a different scene in the club. You can get about thousand people in there, 
to see Go-Go, but you can't probably get 100 people to see rap unless they famous. You know what I'm saying? Unless they found they good. You know what I'm saying? That's the other thing is like, you got to understand the work. Like, I mean, while we talking about this, I hope that some of your um, listeners and some of the people that, that tune into the show are aspiring artists or artists. Sometimes it's just about that work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what you get with a go-go band because a lot of go-go bands started out yeah they might headline now and come in and do a set but they started out playing all night in that club you know what i mean and it's about that work and i think that sometimes man especially now like i hate to say it like that because it may it sound like i'm hey i'm not hating but especially now like it seems like people i seen one of my favorite rap artists the other night mm-hmm he did like four songs. I was tight as hell. I was tight <laughs> because he headlined. You understand? It was it would have been a little different if he wasn't the headliner. But you know, a couple of other cats was on the card. Other cats that was on the card did their little thing and everything. And then he came on and he did four songs. And I was a little tight because I felt and I, you know, I was struggling with myself. I'm still struggling with myself. Like all week I've been struggling with myself, asking myself, am I a hater? Like that kind of stuff. All week I've been asking myself this because stuff disappoints me and I want to know that it's okay. And I'm not just being like some, some daddy-o hater person. I think it is okay. Everybody's not going to like everything and everything is not going to satisfy you. It's yeah. okay. Did you feel he could gave more? I know he could have gave more. See, the the was, no, no, I absolutely know. It's hard for any rapper. Um, I'll, I'll put it this way: most of the time, if I make a judgment on a rapper, I'm right because I'm a rapper. Mm -hmm. So me making that judgment on Shaka Khan might not fly it could fly a little bit i'm a producer whatever but i can't hit them notes i don't know what that is right you know what i mean me making a judgment on george benson i can't do that i don't play the guitar and sing at the same time you know what i mean but me making a judgment on a rap especially somebody from my era i think i'm valid you know i'm validated there it's like if ll was to make a comment it's like if big daddy yeah. kane was to make a comment I think I'm validated there. So it's not even I feel like he could have did no. I know he could have did more. Then the other thing that bothered me, that I, not bothered me, I guess bothered me. Bothered, was, yeah. But was, you know how sometimes we make these songs and then somebody else might make a song from our song? Yeah. And sometimes those records end up being bigger than our bigger. song or just as big mm -hmm. as our song. So this particular artist made a song, but two other people have made songs from his song and i would have used that crazy <laughs> yo. my god i would and i'm like yo he didn't use that i'm like what the hell just happened here <laughs> let me get off my soapbox man i, I you know I, no i appreciate it because i it was funny that you said that because one of the interviews that i was watching of you was when you were uh talking about uh <laughs> rock him right 
and I was like, it's it's fun. Like like I said, it's just funny how that ties into the same thing. But it's like when you when you are passionate about what it is that you do, you you expect a certain you know level of of greatness. Absolutely. And when you don't get it and you don't see it because it's part of your passion, it's like, nah, I know that you could have did better. I know you could have gave more. So I don't think it's a hating thing. It is, it's called knowing your craft and being passionate about it. So I think so. I mean, I think so. I mean, I, I, I did. I, once I valid, like once I saw myself get validated and my whole crew saw it and it was, I'm a big young thug fan, right? So Thugger about right before the pandemic, he had put out this album. Now he had did this record called the London with J Cole, um, like right before that, which was like to me the record of the year. I love that record, right? So mm -hmm. I love it. Too. It's crazy. It's crazy. <clears throat> I said, man, I can't wait for the album. And so he made the album, and the album was lackluster. And I said to my crew, I said, yo, this ain't the best Young Thug, right? My crew don't know what I'm talking about because they don't listen to that music. Anyway. <laughs> About two weeks later, a press article came out and Young Thug said himself, that wasn't my best work. And I was like, I knew it. You know what I mean? So that I think that that's what it is. It's like, I come from a time where they told us we wasn't real music and we wasn't going to stay. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's that's a hard blow. You, you, you doing your darndest to make this work. And somebody's coming in your face saying, you're not real music. You are fad you're going to go away. Nobody's going to be listening to you in a year. That's a hard blow. That You don't want to yeah. hear that. And so that's what made us make those records. Sometimes people wonder why those records was like, I'm the king of rock. There's none higher. And I'm bad. You know, people wonder why we made those. It's because y'all was against us. Yeah. So we're going ham on y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so coming from that, time it's like okay yes we did earn our entrance but let's mm. keep it there let's keep it on the level of excellence let's keep it on that high level and then sometimes when that doesn't happen for me it hurts me because mm -hmm. i'm looking at it and, and and that's where you know a lot of times you see my interviews and stuff you see me talking about classic artists I don't have nothing against T Grizzly or or, or, or or Blueface or none of them. Some of them I, I just don't like their music, but I don't got nothing against them. You know what I mean? But my 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 peers, you might hear me bang on them all the time because I'm like, okay, so you here now for what? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't really ascribe to you being here for a record you put out in '88. I like that record you put out in '88. I think mm -hmm. it's dope. But now what are you doing? Right. Are you doing what Miles Davis would have did and continue to play? Are you doing what Jimi Hendrix would have did and continue to play? Or are you trying to live off 88? Because if you living off of 88, then we I can't I, I can't really rock with you like that because I'm an MC, so spit something. Listen, no. June, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to talk to my station manager. June, I know you listening. Please make sure you replay this clip of what he just said <laughs> because there's so many, so many go-go artists that are out here who all who are still living off of what they did in 88. Yeah, what you're doing now? Nothing is wrong with that, but stepping it up a little bit 
won't right. hurt. Right. Respect it to what you did back then, but yeah, come and, on. It won't hurt. It really won't hurt if you come with some, especially, you know what? Yeah. It don't take, back in the day, right? Everything was hard. You go in the studio, you got to wait a damn two weeks just to hear some cassette <laughs> for somebody to mix your thing. You don't even know the buttons that's in there, nothing. If, if they lying to you, you don't know. <laughs> All you know is you went in and now you're waiting for your song. And 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 it's hard to get in studios and, and, and studio time is expensive. Some of it was expensive for no reason. But they knew they could charge us, so they did it. Mm -hmm. It's not like that now. The, 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 the amount of things that we can do on our own yeah. right now. I say this to my grandkids all the time. I am always still amazed when I take a picture of you. And they say, why? I said, because I remember having to wait to get film developed. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm bugging out that I just took this beautiful picture of you and I'm looking at it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I could just hit one button and get it printed, printed. Mm -hmm. pressed in a book or something. So I'm taking that. I, I say to the young kids all the time, I say, look, man, I only had a, a revolver with five bullets. <laughs> you got an AK with a <laughs> banana clip. <laughs> okay? You got an AK with a banana clip. If you're not going to use your banana clip, why you got it? Mm -hmm. So the point, the point I'm making, the point I'm making is that it's so many things that we can do on our own now, record on our own. We can write songs to the notepads on our phones and all of those type of things. Why not do it? And then my question to my peers is, was somebody else writing for you? Cause I know this oh, record, this record, this record I'm playing from 87, 88, this record crazy. Are you that crazy now? Can you <laughs> do that again? Because if you can't, then I'm questioning <clears throat> everything. So my, my thing is it's a war going on when it comes to errors and age. Right. So what you're saying right now, it's a lot of people who I believe who can still do it, but right. they already shot down because of the age and the era that they come from. So it's a war going on with the younger rappers and the younger generation. Like, man, we don't want to hear that. We don't need care what you did back then. We don't need care who you are, who you think you are, who you want right. to be. It's about this right now and that's it and that's all. Right. And it's some people who are afraid of that. Like they, they basically saying, I don't have nobody to really listen to my music. But that goes to say what you just said. Why are you still here? Like, what are you I, doing? I say this, man, and I've been saying this. There's there's a such thing being as being dope and inapplicable, right? I came to a point a long time ago, and I said, I'm never going to be whack again. I remember when I was whack. I'm never going to be whack again. But it's easy for me to be inapplicable. So that's going to take some work. It took work for me to make the songs that I make now, the videos I make now, the stuff I'm doing right now with Stet. All that's being very well um, accepted. But it's not because it was automatic and I'm all that dope. 
that's not how it happened. It happened because I sat there and I listened to everything else. I'm the Thursday night dude all day. I tell this to people all the time. What I mean by Thursday night is that midnight on Thursday, almost everybody drops a record. It don't matter who it is. If it's cakey, I hear it. If it's clever, I hear it. If it's Drake, I hear it. And it's not just the Dondas and the friggin' um, certified lover boy records that I'm hearing. I'm hearing everybody drop. Because sometimes other cats drop much better records than, than the popular guys. You know what I mean? But I'm listening right. to everything. I don't sound like nothing I'm listening to. But I listen to it so I don't have to sound like that. So I know where I'm supposed to be placed. There's a place for me as a rapper at my age. Say, I, it, it's things I need to say, whatever. And it's come now to a fruition, thank God, that now I got people around me that understand that. Like my man just sent me a beat. And I already got an intro to my album. He sent it to me last week. I didn't listen to it. I'm sitting home. I said, oh, let me listen to that beat Woods gave me. I listened to it. I said, this is crazy. I hit him up. I said, yo, the beat's bananas. He said, yeah, the intro to the album. I said, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's a young dude that understands what kind of music I'm supposed to be putting forth. It's not trap. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's, but you got to get, you know, it sounds corny, but you got to be in it to win it. You have to be in it. If you're going to remove yourself from hip hop, if you're going to start running around here saying, oh, what they doing now ain't hip hop. You know, I don't know what this stuff is. If you're going to remove, if Young Thug is not my child, whose child is he? Bob Marley's child? Kenny mm. Loggins' child? Bon Jovi's child? Those are my kids, man. I can't. That's an interesting way to think about it. Kids. Say that again. I said that's a very interesting way to think about it. I never would have thought about it like that. Who, whose kids are they? They my kids. Sometimes you got badass kids. They fail in <laughs> grades. They, you know what I'm saying? You got to get on top of it as a parent. You got to figure that out. Some of them you can't save. That's a sad thing, but that's true as a parent. Sometimes you can't save them. I just got a nephew. My nephew just came home from doing 10. He's straight now. Nigga had to do 10 years to be right, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's straight now. You know, but 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 he was gonna run that course. It's not that I don't love him, my sister don't love him, but he was gonna run that course. Right. You know what I'm saying? It it works for me because I ain't I don't have to I walk the streets of New York negative I want because of the history. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? It works for me. <laughs> they all know him. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, those are our children. They came from us. They came from what we made. Mm -hmm. It's not. They did not come from what reggae made. They did not come from what country made. They didn't even come from what punk rock made. And then we're lucky because disco don't have no kids. <laughs> Disco's a barren woman. It is. She wow. existed. She existed at one time, and she gone. Bye. She could say club music is kind of her kid, but that evolved into something else. And yeah, they kind of doing the deep house thing now, but the deep house thing is moving so close to hip hop. It's crazy now. Disco ain't got no kids. It's a lot of people ain't got no kids, man. 
we got kids but the issue is what do we do do we sit here and scream about them or do we show them see the issue is if you delight used to say something to me all the time and yeah. I, I actually made it one of my um one of the subjects of one of my ted talks he used to always say do it better kareem and at first i didn't understand what he was saying but it, because i hated everybody i was a bit when that at that time i really was a hater and so delight used to go out and see everybody i remember one time he went out and seen grandmaster flash in the furious five and he said, man, it was so crazy. This lady threw her mint coat on stage to Melly Mel. And I was like, they not better than us. They not better than us. <laughs> you know, I'm going nuts. And he used to say, D, instead of going where you go with it, just do it better, Kareem. And I finally understood what he was saying. And that's where a lot of the originality and all of that stuff comes from when you hear that's something, you know? And that is all I'm saying to my peers is like, if we come with it, they're not going to deny us. A fly Rock yeah. record right now, it's not going to be denied. A fly Big Daddy Kane record right now, it's not oh, going to be denied. That definitely not, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be denied. It, 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 they may, it may not be part of their toolbox, but then you have to understand, it's like Chubby Check is not part of my toolbox. Mm-hmm. Just ain't. Marvin Gaye is. Isley Brothers are, but Chubby Check ain't. Yeah. Either it's Lil Richard or nobody in that time. You know what I'm saying? But I still respect it even now, but even as a little kid, I still respected what it was. It just so with your toolbox. With your new music that you have out, um, we have a video from you. Yeah. So can you talk to us about this new song and, and then introduce this video so we can play this video and then we'll be coming right back um, this to finish up right. your interview. This is the Stet joint, right? Yes. Yeah, so this is um, brand new from Stet to Sonics called Now Now Y'all Giving Up Love. Um, the lyrics are pretty self-explanatory. A lot of times people thought we broke up. Um, the reason we mentioned the detox is because I thought about it long and hard and I said, you know, the only old school thing that anybody ever asks for is Dr. Dre's detox. <laughs> so that's where that whole some of y'all waiting on detox comes from. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that the guys are back together. And um, I mean, if you like this record, you're going to love the album. Awesome. All right, you guys, don't go nowhere. We are going to be premiering this new video. And y'all don't want to miss this, okay? Y'all are tuning in to Party Mode Live, baby. The party before the party. Powered by GoGo TV. I'm your girl, Justice J, Bishop King. And then we have special guest, Daddy-O. Check out this video from the Sets of Sonics. And it's called, Now Y'all Giving Up Love. This is DJ Grand Wizard, Grand Imperial, Grand of them all. DJ Prince Paul, brand new Steph Assigned. Some of y'all waiting on detox. Y'all thought Wise was a beatbox. Y'all thought we broke up. But now y'all giving up. Click clack, steps back. Call that what you want, but it's just rap. I heard on the street, bring the band back. Cross my heart, brought the band back. So we here now. Where your man's at? The one who was laughing on the internet. But now we smash on the internet, class on the internet. We just say that. Hands in the air if 
cause they love life Shoutin' out Philly cause they love fights We in Brooklyn most of the time And the host of the time Might have seen us with a drum set Bobby Simmons on iHeartRadio Prince Paul on the new Chris Rock show Gamble, gamble Bet, bet, playin' 928 It ain't hit yet You know a girl got a black and yellow house When we play she come out Cause she eat, sleep, and shit stack Come and drive waiting on detox Y'all thought wise was a beatbox Y'all thought we broke up But now y'all giving up But now y'all giving up But now y'all giving up Clean your vision up This is 2020 Big money Milk and honey Shout out when you're working and you can't sleep All you're thinking when you're up is about your big dreams On the bus with the band Big dreams On the trot like a trout going upstream You ain't about that You can lead in I can save these tickets for my best friends Loyalty real, but we full of that You need money now, maybe sugar stack We might be the best thing you ever lost See the stage coming, so we're going off East New York, but it's Amity and Fox too All the people, all the blocks too Stack fans and some who don't know you Join up in the city when we flow through Might do a show when we blow through Call the daddy yo, they give lectures too Some of y'all waiting on detox Y'all thought wives was a beatbox Y'all thought we broke up But now y'all giving up But now y'all giving up But now y'all giving up You ain't about that You can lead in I can say these tickets for my best friend Where we at, Dean? Dean Street The incomparable Dean Street Thank you, sir Loved it. I loved it. Y'all thought why was a beatbox? Yeah, we slow that down a little bit. Throw a little go-go underneath. And I, <laughs> listen, I swear I was just about to ask, oh, can that, we have permission to do that? Listen, the fact that your mind went there, because I swear that's what I was about to ask. Yeah, I'm ready. Hmm. We ready. Hmm. We ready. Let's get. We gonna have a remix, and, and I'm oh, gonna yeah. put, put my verse on it. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, I got, I got another question. Man, I've been burning the eggs since we were talking about the age gap and the rapping and all that stuff, right? Yep. Being as though you was, I would say you have the upper hand because you was on the other side of the platform as being in the office of the record label. You was a director. You was scouting, basically finding people, so to speak, discovering people. I would say, right, right. Them. So nowadays, what is the difference between the labels? Like, what were they looking for then that as of now, the labels really don't care too much about? Well, 
this whole the whole label thing has changed um the way i describe it is back in the day you could have um you could have uh got up on top of a conference room table at a record label and got a deal right you could have jumped up on the table sang been dope and got a deal based on your talent now record labels work much more like businesses so technically if you went to a label today let's just say you were to get to sit before an a and r whoever they got there the first thing they would ask you about would be your social media following yeah. right because mm -hmm. they don't do the work anymore so back in the day I, I watched it grow, right? Because in the beginning, Billboard magazine did not have something called a Heat Seekers chart. I remember when that chart came out. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. So they began to start now seeking out people who were locally viable. This is pre-internet. But people who were locally viable, you know, blowing up local radio stations and that kind of thing. And that was who they were looking to um, acquire because it's like there's something already built in. In the very beginning, they didn't care if you had zero fans. They just cared if you had a talent and they was going to take that talent and blow it up. So it's a, it's a totally different game now than it used to be. The way I look at it is like, like Shark Tank. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 it's it's all it's all that you know what I mean, and I mean you know some people are very smart about it, um, and and about the way they do their business. You know, you got guys like J Cole and 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 those guys over there. Um, it's 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 you know at, at Dreamville, it's it's a few of them that are in pockets that they're smart enough to do things. Rick Ross is smart. What he's done with Maybach Music is smart. Um, but then a lot of them are just looking to get on, you know, it's, it's not about anything that's going to transcend because it's so new to them. And then the money, the money game is so much higher than say it was for like an our day and time. You know, you, you can listen to the second album that I made, and this is my second album that I put out in 88. And I used to say, uh, I had a line, I says, um, some people call me Kareem at work, they call me Glenn. You know, because I was still at work. We were taking leaves of absence to do tours and coming back and still working day jobs until we could get loose. Most of us didn't stop working day jobs until we got a publishing check. It wasn't even the real record company money. It was the publishing money that, you know, offered the advance and enough money to quit your job and all of that. Whereas now, uh, you know, the, the money is so different. And and sad to say, but true, um, some of it resembles like really, really old give a guy a Cadillac stuff. And that's sad, but it's true. I mean, there's a lot of artists you could, you know, you find somebody 19, 20 years old in Memphis that's kind of killing the street game and knows a few people and 
maybe he know money bag yo and maybe he know eight ball and a few other guys maybe key glocking them and he could get them on his record and all of that kind of stuff you take this guy for a trip to icebox and a couple of other things and he signed sad yeah, it's true yeah this, it's most of the time if you don't have a buzz already you can't even get a meeting so yeah and you can't really get in contact with them they got to come for you that's yeah, how it, yeah. it's, it's so it's a different down. it's a totally different game but but again like i was explaining about the revolver and the automatics and the ars with the banana clips and all of that it's also that also creates a much bigger opportunity for a great entrepreneurial mind because there's so many other outlets and so the way i always describe it to young artists is this when I was making records on Tommy Boy, the only real interaction that I had with fans was a bag up there in the conference room called Fan Mail. And that was <laughs> it. So there was no way. So for instance, I'm, I'm living in Brooklyn. I'm in New York City. If somebody in Seattle liked my music, there was no way for me to know. Right. And the whole thing about it, and I always get, I always tell the story the same way because I like people to see the, the, the reality of it. The president of our label went out and made rubber stamp signatures for all of us. And so what we would do, right, what we would do is we would take a stack of mail apiece, the six of us, and just grab the letters and just rubber stamp letters back to the paint. And we sent them back. But like I said, in that mail, somebody might have said their house is burning down. We never read it. <laughs> right? But here's the deal. You fast forward to 2022, and you can speak to your fans one-on-one -on -one through a DM on Twitter or a DM on Instagram. Or instant message or instant message on Facebook. So you have the ability now to go one-on-one -on -one with your fans. So that makes a difference because audiences, all, all that really counts. I say this to people all the time. I'd rather have 150 people in a bar in the corner, right, than go to a big old concert and nobody ain't, don't know who I am. And yeah. I, that 150 people, listen, if I had 150 people that really know my music at a bar in the corner and they finally give me the opportunity to open for somebody at the big venue and those 150 people come, they gonna make a lot of noise. They gonna make a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a go, big go. ass arena with with, with 30,000 people, that one fifty right there, when I get on and they start screaming, people gonna be like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Right. You understand? So 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 it's important for fans to know that they have this ability now to talk to their. I mean, not fans. I mean, to say artists. Artists to know that they have this ability now to talk to their fans one-on-one -on -one and to take advantage of that. So speaking of the fans and talking to them, we have a couple of questions from some of our listeners. Okay. And one of the questions uh, is about uh, the song Sally. Right. And they want to know, what was the process? Like, how, <laughs> how did you guys come up with that song? So Sally was an interesting record. Um, back in the day, well, still now, but back in the day, you know, when, when you rap, we rapped on these records that we call breakbeats. Um, you might have seen um, 
the get down on Netflix and yeah. you might see some some other clips on on you know with Flash or Bambada or 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 Cool Herc on, on on Instagram. But basically, the way we started was these DJs would find these records that would have these little parts, which would be these little drum parts. They call the get down part or the break beat, and we would rap on top of them. All of the break beats were not um instrumental. A lot of them was just straight drum breaks, but some of them had words in them. The the dyke and the blazes gotta let a woman be a woman and a man be a man. That that was one of the breaks that some people don't like the way Sally that they used to play that in the park mm -hmm. as one of the break beats. So what happened was us being on that on that side of making records, I would say we was on the side of making records when records actually started being on the radio, right? So we ended up using that as a hook. Whereas in the street, you know, you'd have just been rapping on it straight through or the DJ was just been doing his thing and showing his skills. What we ended up doing was making that a hook to a record. Cause we had an idea um, and we may still partake in some of it, but we had an idea at that time to take every one of the break beats that had words in them and make records out of them. <laughs> but that was one of the funky ones. Like that was one of the real, real funky ones. The sound, the sound, you know, the Dyke and the Blazes record. So we used it. Okay, so another question. Uh, it's not really a question, so I don't really know how to ask it, but someone is asking about self-destruction. Can you talk to us about you being a part of <laughs> a part of them yeah and i and i and i'll <laughs> add on to that too so um self-destruction was an effort that was formulated by krs1 because he already had a movement called the stop the violence movement and then um some unfortunate incidents happened in new york city where people were getting robbed meme murdered killed over jewelry and all of that stuff and then you know as far as the news was concerned rap was the cause right mm. they, they totally pointed the finger at rap music um young people probably would have did it anyway but they pointed the finger at us so um he asked us all to come together and make this song that basically you know said what it said that you know um we weren't the cause of it but also kind of like a call to action for some right. of the cats that was out there doing some, you know, little weird things, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and saying, hey, you know, you doing this, you had it for self-destruction, you know, so we did that. And I'm in the process of working on self-destruction too, which is not going to be just one song. It's a series of songs um, because it's too many rappers now. So I just can't do one record. So my first record, I'm waiting for the completion now. Um, it's myself. Chuck D from Public Enemy, Big Crit, West Side Boogie from, um, he signed the Shady Aftermath, um, Toby and Wigway, who, that's who's producing the record and everything, his crew, the girl Nell that works with Toby is doing. So it's Toby and Wigway, his wife Fat, and the girl Nell, and Grandmaster Flash. So I'm waiting on, I'm just waiting for the paperwork to dry on that because the record's recorded. That's my first song. And then also, uh, Right before the pandemic, I got with Pete Rock, DJ Premier, Large Professor, Easy Mo B, and Rockwilder, and they just handed me like a handful of heat. Like I'm sitting on 
bombs, explosives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and and so once we're done with that first record, then we can kind of figure out like who gets on the premiere record, who gets on the Rottweiler record, you know, that kind of situation. But we are in the process now working on self-destruction too. Nice. Being as though uh, Bishop King, you know, he he's uh, one of the strong advocates in this area for a uh, no shoot zone. He has right. a, um, um, a project that he does. And like I said, he's also a rapper as well. I think that would be dope for him to get on self-destruction too. Don't, don't, tell, don't tell me nothing about <clears throat> records, man, because I make records all the time. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm sitting here. I was sitting here at this meeting, and I'm like, I ain't even supposed to be thinking about no lyrics. <laughs> but, like, I heard something, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to pull out my phone and start writing. You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, I make records all the time because... It'd be hard when, when especially when the, the lyrics just come to you yeah. and it flows. And, I'm, and, and I can record at will. Yes. You understand what I'm oh trying to say? Like, I could come right in this car right now and set up and record if I yep. wanted to. You know what I mean? And so that, to me, is for all time. the marbles because even if it's not my final, even if I'm going somewhere else to to lay it down or whatever, which in most sure, cases I don't. But even mm -hmm. if I do, at least I could get something down to hear it and all of that. And that's yep. where, you know, again, getting back to what we were talking about before, that's where it starts getting a little crazy to me when I see cats not making things. Like, why are you not making anything? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me that you're making nothing. <laughs> Did you record anything this week? No. Okay, cool. Two weeks go by. <laughs> Did you record something this week? No. Okay, it's two weeks. Next thing you know, we had nine months, and you ain't do one rhyme? You haven't recorded one rhyme in nine months, but I'm going to look at you like you're the best MC in the world. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Listen, well, you said it. We uh, feel it. We think it. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with what you said. So, uh... <laughs> Everybody that listens to Party Mo Lab already knows that everything that we say is nothing but the truth. So, you know, we ain't even mad at you. We're not, we not mad at you at all. Thank but you. Uh, our time with you has come to an end. Yes, yes. And I have to personally say I'm sad because I was hoping that we would have had like a whole other hour yeah, because yeah, I'm... We, we just got to do it again, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Got to do it again. Yes, we do. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be doing it from, you know, maybe a studio and we'll be oh, able yeah, to play our, our, our next track, you know, definitely, with definitely. Daddy O'Bishop King and DM, Justice J, y'all. <laughs> DM, DM me all your information to my Instagram. I'm always on my Instagram. So DM me everything to the Instagram. Okay. And um, let's you know, let's just start throwing a couple of things back and forth and seeing what we could do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. Okay. So first of all, before we get there, let everybody know how our listeners can find you on social media and also download uh, your music. So stetsasonic.com is where we're sending everybody. Other than that, we are streaming everywhere. We Deezer, Spotify, Apple Music, Title. We everywhere, Amazon. So it, it, you know, all the music is up on all the platforms. We like people to go to stetsasonic.com um, because there's a couple of other goodies up there, and also you know all the merchandise stuff is up there as well. So like 
the hoodies, the t-shirts. It's just a couple of little flies. So like the shirts that we there. saw in the video. Oh yeah, yeah, all of that. Is up there. So we we like <laughs> we, we like people to go there. And then me, I'm just Professor Daddy or one word all over the internet. Everywhere but LinkedIn. LinkedIn got my real name. But other than that, <laughs> even on Facebook, I'm Professor Daddy O, Professor Daddy on Twitter, Instagram, all over. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, you guys. So until next time, because I guarantee you there is going to be a next sure. time. Uh, Y'all heard it here. We had the one and only Daddy-O, and he will be back for another interview, oh, yes. part two. Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's always going to be a part two with you, huh? Absolutely. Always. <laughs> always. I talk too much. I, I know that. But at least you got something to say. My mom exactly me that when I was three years old. You talk too much. But at least you have something to say. Thank it's you. okay when you have something to say and people actually want to listen. When you just run your mouth and you ain't got nothing to talk about, then, you know, we would have cut you off and would have ended this interview about 30 minutes ago. But three years old, you didn't grow up and got paid to talk. That's it. Right. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right about that, bro. I'm keeping that one. So that's the second one. So the first one I got was from a friend of mine. I, I was with a friend of mine working on this, uh, on, on some tech stuff. And, um, I had told him that I um I had told him that I um that I um um I rap and he was like oh yeah you rap um I, I had told him that I rap and he was like um you rap and I was like yeah and he was like oh okay but he wasn't really paying it no real mind right so then after that he went and checked my music out and the next day he came back and said oh you a professional rapper. I said, oh, I'm keeping it. So now you added to that. You added to that when you said, I grew up and now I get paid to talk. So I'm a professional rapper that grew up and gets paid to talk. Thank there you go. <laughs> Coin the phrase. We go, yeah. I'm gonna make that, I'm gonna make that a shirt, Bishop. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, All right, forget. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Thank you again. We'll have you no back doubt. on soon. All right, y'all. Y'all are tuned in. Party Mode Live, baby. The party before the party. Powered by GoGo TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J, and we got Bishop King. And before we take a music break, what we're going to do is actually, you know, looking at my watch, it's about that time for Bishop King to get serious for 2.5 seconds with the moment of truth. I don't know if y'all really ready. Is y'all really ready or not? Just hurry up. Say now. This is going to be long now. It was going to be a little late. Nah, but all jokes aside, it's just something that kind of uh, been on my head for a long time, so I decided to speak on it. First thing I'm going to say is every day we wake up, y'all, we wake up with two things. With That is a chance and an opportunity to do something, you know what I'm saying, with that chance. So basically you have a chance and a choice. Something similar like what uh, Jay Princess said. So when you wake up and you have that chance to do something, it's that choice that you make. And you got to understand that every choice that you make, you got to live with that decision. But I have a, a question for the GoGo fans as well as the GoGo bands. Like, why is it not okay or not popular to support the opening band or the band that's performing before the band that came to that? The, let me let me rephrase that. The band that is opening or the band that is playing prior to the band you showed up to see. Why is it not popular to actually sit there and, and, and support them? Like, 
is, is it think that your supporter that the band that you're supporting is going to be mad at you for dancing or you you know like are you ashamed to say you supported somebody that you never heard before because technically before you the band that you like you never heard them before either so you pay your money to get in these clubs you're paying a lot of money to get in the clubs go to the bar you get your drink on nine times out of ten your best friend she came she ain't got no money you didn't pay the VIP to show off for the ladies. You brought bottles and all this stuff. Then the opening band is playing, and y'all standing around in the corner, folding your arms, mean mugging, and they cranking. But you don't want to make it seem like you're supporting this no-name band, a band you never heard of before, but they cranking. So why not get the full effect of all of your money, have a good time, enjoy your night? Because it's really hard to get on that stage. And you know you're cranking, but you see people standing like this, and they just mean mugging you, it it, it kind of throws it off. And, you know, help me understand, like, how do you get there early to stand in the corner? How do you get, get there? there to get in free. But how do you get? <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. So uh, the fact is, you paid your money, your hard-earned money. Get in there, support each other, support the band that's up there. It's kind of hard to get on stage. You know what I mean? Like, don't be ashamed to dance, shake your ass, get your boogie on. Start waiting until it's popular to be different. Start waiting until it's popular to like what you like and show people that you like it. Give them a shot like you would want the shot. I support uh, whoever is playing it. That's cool. But the band I went to go see better, Crank Harder. I know that's right. Everybody should crank hard. For the money that they're receiving and the money that you're paying to give the people what they want. But at the same time, it's a lot of people sitting around, standing around, doing a lot of asinine things that, you know, I don't think you should have paid your money to do. So that just been on my head. Stop waiting till it's popular to actually support what you came to see. So you came to see a good time. You came to see two bands crank, four bands crank, and go get your money's worth and party with every band that actually, not everybody don't crank, but party with the ones who do. Just show them love. That's all. So you had that choice to go to the go-go and you had that chance to see something and witness something different. And it's up to you what you do with that chance. You did. That's the moment of truth. I finally got it all out. I was stumbling. I, I don't know. <laughs> you stupid. All right, y'all. Like I said, y'all are tuned in to Party Mode Live, the party before the party power by Go-Go TV. I am your girl, Miss Justice J. Bishop King. And uh, we're going to take a quick music break, but don't go nowhere, y'all, because we'll be right back. I'm gonna write it down next time. I'm losing my touch. <laughs>
don't pack up yet, I want to try that last song that we practiced before, that Jennifer joint. Big F you to all of y'all.
So, tell me why you're here. Started when I was 16. I went to my first go-go. Yeah. Give me that. 
Ok. <laughs> Listen, you guys, it's been a lovely, lovely show. And um, I don't know about y'all, but I thoroughly enjoyed our guest tonight, Daddy O. Not um, information. Yeah, great information, spitting knowledge, like, and then to be able to hear the opinion of somebody who actually, you know, matters, it's it's kind of deep to me because um, he was a part of that era in, in go-go culture, or not go-go culture, sorry, hip-hop culture, um, and a part of go-go culture because he actually knew about it and he appreciates go-go culture, so... I don't know. I, I, I ain't got nothing but appreciation for him. But um, listen, y'all. We do have um another show next week, right? Each and every Wednesday. Exactly. Each and every Wednesday, right back here. You guys can uh, watch us on via the Twitch app. So make sure you guys make the switch to Twitch. If you are on the GoGo Radio Live app, it's cool. You can stay there, too. But you guys can interact with us on the Twitch app. Uh, so if you haven't already made that switch, go ahead and make that switch. One last shout out before we end the show tonight to our show sponsors, PVP Originals. Make sure you guys follow her yeah. on Instagram at PVP Originals for all of your photography, videography, and apparel needs. Also, for all of your DJing needs, if you need a DJ, you guys can... Uh, uh, um, <laughs> goodness gracious, you yeah, guys can hire. Sorry, DJ Rick Sounded Entertainment. Uh, you can contact him at 202 749 7903 or DJ Rick4321 at gmail.com. Also, if you or anyone else would like to become one of the show sponsors, or if you would like to advertise your business or brand on our show, please send us an email at partymolive at gmail.com. And as usual, you guys can follow Party Mode Live and subscribe to all of our channels. Uh, also on, like I said, Twitch, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And then you guys can also visit us on our website, PartyModeLive.com. We got some new uh, material up there for you guys. So go ahead and check it out. Some things you may not have seen before and some things you may have, but it may just look a little different. So check us out. You guys can also follow each and every one of us on Instagram. You can follow me at DMV Songbird. You can also follow Bishop King at I am Bishop King underscore PBG. You can also follow DJ Rick at DJ Rick one, two, three. And Party Mode Live at Party Mode underscore live. Make sure you guys check me out at pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R for all of your hump day and everyday bedroom needs. Also for all of your bath and beauty needs as well. We're going to catch you guys next week. Thank y'all so much for tuning in again. Bishop King, you got any uh, final final words. <laughs> I just appreciate everybody who be tuning in, who be sharing, who be commenting, who actually follow directions. If we say go here, go there, <laughs> y'all get there. I appreciate y'all the most. I just, man, just thank y'all for the support each and every week doing throughout the week, commenting and suggestions yes. and, you know, just showing genuine love. I appreciate it. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all selves. You know, and go follow us, man. We, we very entertaining. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, we are. Um, but don't end up like the guy that was on Let's Talk About It earlier because I will talk about you. <laughs> but you guys can always chime in. Uh, let's Talk About It will be posted on my page for next week. It will be posted tomorrow. So tune in for that. And wow. shout out to you, Justice, because, you know, dark skin guys are played out and you gave me a chance to not be played out. <laughs> 
by having me on the show. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you are so stupid. Anyway, y'all have a good night. And until next time, y'all know what it is. Party Mode Live. We are the Be party safe. before the Put party. The guns down, man. Can you imagine? Your mama going crazy. Somebody that pulled up and killed her baby. Yeah, you get money, but is you living life? Pill commit a crime that's 20 to life. Old heads say you young niggas ruin the game. Young niggas say these OGs.